0: Stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas at Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this robust lifestyle show. Please check out our website, divasatcare.com, and see all the amazing hosts and their shows of women they are interviewing around the world. I am so very excited today to have a new diva, Joy McBrien, with me, and she is going to speak about economic self sufficiency for women, which truly sounds so interesting to me. Joy McBrien, could you please introduce yourself and tell us a little about yourself?
1: Hey, Joy. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Um, so my name is Joy. I grew up uh, in Minnesota and. Um, I'm based in, in St. Paul here, and I run a social enterprise called Faranita. So at Faranita, we employ 8,000 women in nine different countries uh, to create fair trade jobs uh, by selling jewelry, accessories, and gifts all made from recycled materials. So, um, so we're working with this network of women around the world and paying two to four times minimum wage plus health insurance, educational scholarships, all sorts of good stuff, all with the goal of creating economic self sufficiency for women.
0: Oh, wow. That is incredible. Oh, my goodness, how you are helping women. Oh, that is just awesome. Goodness, that is really something. Well, and I also was kind of looking on the website of Farinita. And I saw that most of the products are made from recycled materials. And I thought, oh, my, how interesting. Can you just kind of tell us a little bit more about some of the materials and some of the products that these women are creating for people?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we're working um, in 19 different communities in nine countries around the world. And so it's always kind of a fun a fun little experiment for me to try to figure out what sorts of uh, materials will they have access to in their local communities and especially what sorts of materials can we have access to in a very sustainable way. So using recycled materials, um, upcycled materials, whatnot. And so, you know, there's, there's um, for example, there's, there's some pieces coming from Peru that are using actually the copper wire that's inside of like phone lines. Um, when those phone lines end up in the trash, (laughs) uh, the (laughs) women actually strip the phone lines and get these, these tiny little copper wires out of them and make some jewelry from that. Uh, Probably a favorite example is women that we work with in Ethiopia. And these women are actually creating jewelry from recycled bullet casings. So, these are women. Uh, we we partner with about 4,000 women in Ethiopia, and they are paid to go out collect shell casings from the Ethiopian-Eritrean war. They're just kind of, in all honesty, they're just I mean they're just kind of littered around the place, and mm-hmm. um, they're collecting the shell casings, melting them down, making a, making beads out of it, and then of course making jewelry from there. So it not only is a you know, a great way to reuse something that, I don't know, I I especially think, you know, something that was harmful to to others in creating this, like, new life through making this Mm -hmm. new jewelry. Um, But also it's like a community cleanup project kind of at the same time. So, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sustainability is is an aspect that we're definitely passionate about.
0: Oh, that is incredible. Oh, I love that. Well, that explains why on the website it says veronita cute ethical and affordable <laughs> That's oh, cool. That's oh cool. awesome and how your women investing in women i just love that that is awesome well what uh why why are you so passionate about this if i may ask to share with the listeners what What made you become passionate on helping women in all these different countries like that?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, I apologize for any triggers here, but um, I actually started Farinita because of my own experience with rape and sexual violence. And so um, after, as a senior in high school, I was raped. Uh, for the first time, and then um, I didn't really know how to handle it. So I started doing a lot of research. I learned, mm-hmm. you know, all about, like, what was happening in my brain at the time as a result of the of the trauma. Um, but then also mm-hmm. I started learning about, you know, Peru at the time had the highest reported rate of domestic violence in the world. So uh, almost 70% of women were reporting experiencing domestic violence, meaning actual rates are even higher than that, right? Um, mm-hmm. And I learned that financial insecurity is the number one reason why women stay in abusive partnerships. And so that's kind of where I put two and two together of like, how do we start, how do we create economic self-sufficiency for women so that they have the resources they need should they choose to leave an abusive partner um, or whatnot. But, you know, even, even outside of, of trauma with that, women just do exceptional, exceptional things with, with that economic resource. Um, Mm -hmm. the UN states that for every dollar a woman makes 80 to 90 cents goes back to her families and communities, as opposed to 30 to 40 cents by men. So, and and that's a global statistic. And so what we're, what we're really interested to do is like, how do we kind of harness that, that power that I I believe Mm -hmm. women have um, to Mm -hmm. create some, some real change around the, around the world and transform some of the, some of the poorest communities. So um, yeah, that's, that's kind of where I started. And so we work with, we primarily work then with survivors of sexual or domestic violence around the world. Um, And Mm -hmm. it's been this like strange, I don't know, I think of it of this, like, you know, the traumatic experience we share as this like strange equalizer, you know, like to connect (laughs) on such a like deeply traumatic and also, intimate uh, level, um, yeah, it's, it's been able, I'm very lucky in that we've been able to create some really beautiful intentional relationships with women all over the world, all sorts of different experiences and cultures wow. and whatnot, and it's been a, a great community to be a part of building.
0: Oh, that is, that is awesome how you're helping other
1: women around the world.
0: That is, that is totally incredible. Now, how did you come up with the name? Baranita, where does that yeah. have a meaning behind it?
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thing one, uh-huh. I'm not a big fan of naming things. And um, <laughs> because we do sell jewelry and accessories, I have to name like hundreds of new products every year. So not my favorite, right. my favorite task. <laughs> and so we, I actually started the company. I named it after um, a woman that I very much so admire and adore um, named Anita, no surprise. Um, so Anita is a social worker in Chimbote, Peru, which is one of the largest poorest cities in the world. It's also, um, you know, the, the, probably the first community that I really, um, I, I don't know. It just really transformed the trajectory of my life. So Anita was uh, mm-hmm. a host mom for me when I was, I ended up living in Chimbote, Peru a few different times, but she, she's my host mom when I'm down there, but she's also a, <laughs> Uh, social worker in the community, so um, mm-hmm. she she works with just thousands and thousands of women down there, and she 's just so respected and loved and I think she 's just like a phenomenal example of what um, empathy, empathetic leadership should look like um, mm-hmm. and she just does it with such grace that it was like okay this is like this is the goal, you know, she's creating a a community of women around her. She wants everyone to grow and succeed, um, thrive together. Um, it's, it's not about her. It's about the, the communal whole. Um, and yeah, she's just, she's also just a very fair human. So um, (laughs) it made sense, um, to, to go that direction. Um, And we have so much fun with it. So she actually now works for Farinita as well. Um, Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, she just loves that her name is on every product tag and everything. So we have a a great time with it.
0: (laughs) Oh, that is incredible. Wow, what a story. Well, I even saw that uh, you have helped build a battered women's shelter in Peru. True. True, true. Yeah,
1: that's why I got started in that community, actually.
0: Okay. Wow. Oh my, what a way to get started by helping women first in building a home and then giving them a job with a career. And Oh,
1: this is just incredible joy. Wow. I just love what you're doing. That is so so awesome. I mean, it's it's definitely been a mutually beneficial relationship. You know, um, Mm -hmm. I, I really went through my own healing journey, um, in this community. Like the, these, these women in Peru are, are probably the largest reason why I um, have kind of regained some of the agency that I felt like I lost after, after being um, victimized. And so mm-hmm. it, it's, it's really been quite powerful for me as well to kind of regain this yeah, sense of agency, also an identity. I think, you know, it's, it's, it can be really difficult to like, um, I guess I don't know how to say this, but like uh, <laughs> see yourself as, you know, like a victim of sexual violence or you know, like kind of you see yourself mm-hmm. in this certain light. And I think mm-hmm. all of us working together, we've we've kind of been able to reframe that identity as like, okay, we're entrepreneurs, we're change makers, we're, you know, people that care, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um and that's that's been super, super powerful and important in my own healing journey and um, I believe in in the journeys of the the women that we work with as well.
0: Oh, my. Yes, it sounds like it. Well, I'm going to do a quote that you have and I saw in my founder story where you said, and this goes right along what you just said, when we invest in one another, we're healing ourselves too. And, Mm -hmm. oh, my, you just explained that so well. And now that statement makes total sense. What you said, because how you are healing yourself, and yet helping other victims too, to help heal them and give them a, a feel important in life. Oh, that's just
1: awesome! Yeah, I love it. Thanks. <laughs> there's there's a quote that I think of. Um, it's I think by a uh, Australian Australian Aboriginal woman. I think um, that um, she says, if you something to the effect of if you've come to help me, you're wasting your time. But if you're, if you're coming because your liberation is bound with mine, then like come and let us work together um, to create change. And that's, that's really what I think about, you know, like um, the liberation of one of us is the liberation of all of us. And how, how do we really, um, how do we make sure that we're fighting for all selves instead of just Mm -hmm. our own, (laughs)
0: <laughs> right, right. Well, and it's a lot like Divas of Care, community of committed yeah. women working together to make the world a better place. And that's that's love what it. we're all doing. We're locking arms yes. and helping each other. And I love that. I love that aspect.
1: <laughs> yes. yes, it's so important.
0: Yes, uh, very important. And to our listeners, can you explain a little bit, and I've heard quite a bit about fair trade. And I know there's, is there a fair trade even federation or something that you can yeah. be involved in? Could you please explain to our listeners a little bit about the fair trade?
1: Yeah, of course. So, um, yeah, so, Fairnita, we're a fair trade organization, um, and we are members of the Fair Trade Federation. And so part of what that means mm-hmm. um, is that we have, we are being held up against and commit to practicing Um, the nine different principles of fair trade. And those include things like no child labor, uh, fair wages, of course, is the one that most people think of, um, but good working conditions, um, transparency and accountability. So um, you can actually go on our website and see how much we pay artisans in different communities. Um, And what else? I can never remember everything off the top of my head. But um, just – yeah, all these different principles that I, I think just really set the stage for helping you do business better, you know, do business mm-hmm. more ethically, mm-hmm. in, in my opinion, do business the way it should be done. Um, and yeah, so that that's a, a big part of our business model. And we are members of the Fair Trade Federation, which means that um, we've been vetted, but then there's also a, a community of other fair trade organizations that we're connected to, which have been exceptional. And kind of in a similar vein, you know, women investing in women, building a community around people that care and are committed to, you know, doing good in the world. Um, This is the same sort of thing. And so one thing that I really love, you know, in in traditional business, oftentimes things get super competitive and, you know, you Mm -hmm. like you want to succeed. And a lot of times it's at the expense of somebody else. Um, But in this In this setting, we're really, really genuinely cheering one another on. We want all of these organizations to succeed and to thrive because the more that they're doing business, the more fair trade jobs they're creating for people around the world. And, like, ultimately, that's our collective mission. And so, um, yeah, it's been a really fantastic community to be a part of.
0: Wow. Wow. Wow, that that is oh, I love how he explained fair trade. That explains to the to our listeners exactly what it is. It's really it's really helping one another and being uh, true, honest, and ethical with each other. And oh, right? I love And that. isn't
1: that just how it should be done? It's like yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just
0: totally yes, I totally agree. Definitely. So yes, fair mm-hmm. trade. What a great great explanation for it. How long has uh, Farinita been in business then? How many years?
1: Um, we're coming up on six years, about five and a half wow. at this point. Um, yeah, so I started it in 2015. We were one of the mm-hmm. first um, public benefit corporations in Minnesota, and so that um, it means we're both I worry it as we're for profit and for good. But what that means is our, our mission statement is written into our incorporation documents. We're like legally bound to um, working on our mission before working on profits. Um, the, mm-hmm. the beautiful thing about the, the work that we're doing is the more sales that we have, the more um, fair trade jobs that we're creating for women around the world. So it's really a hand in hand mission here. Um, yes. And uh, w- then we also report on that impact every every year as well. And so you can go on our website and see, you know, exactly how much women or how much, me, money we sent to women <laughs> around the world and in the different years and um, all sorts of different things. You can learn. You can learn in
0: those reports. Oh. Wow! Oh, that is. That is incredible. I love how you're uh, working on your mission statement first before the profits of helping others absolutely that is beautiful, definitely absolutely. definitely
1: and I mean, in all honesty, like the profits that we do have they i mean they just get mm-hmm. again just reinvested right back in the communities um that's, that's why we exist um and um I think one of the really interesting things um about fair trade generally, but do do this work. Um, Uh And we actually pay our artisan partners 50 to 100% up front, which is really unique in a business world um, where normally like supply chains, you would pay, you know, even 120 Uh days after you actually receive the product. And so we're Uh paying artisans like when we're in the design process um, Uh so that I mean, they're able to eat and support their families, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, Uh, buy the materials, do all the great things that women do with money um, throughout the whole process. And um, anyways, it just means that as soon as we have money coming in our door, it's going right back out to Artisan Partners. And I think think especially with this pandemic, that has been Mm -hmm. just, I mean, game changing. You know, like we need... There's been funding in the hands of people who need it most.
0: Yes, yes, oh yes. And they, it kind of uh, gives them the drive to create more because they know as they're creating it that funds are coming in to help support their family, which is, oh, what right. a beautiful, beautiful way to do it. Yes, that is incredible. Wow. Well, how can our listeners? Uh, find the jewelry and the different fair trade items that are coming through Fair Anita. Is there a way that our listeners can go and shop and purchase these um,
1: articles? Oh, absolutely. Uh, it's fairanita.com, F A I R A N I T A.com. Um, we've got a Facebook and Instagram and different things that um, you can engage with us as well, and we're always looking for. Um, volunteers, but really um, sharing the mission is, is the biggest thing that anyone can do and mm-hmm. kind of keeping mm-hmm. us in mind when, you know, holiday gifts come around or
0: that sort of thing as well. Oh, yes. Wow. What a perfect timing because we're coming right up on the holidays here towards the end of the year since it's almost October, and what a great way for our listeners to be able to help support other women too by shopping for right. Anita, and,
1: and that's one of the biggest things that consumers can be doing right now. Right, um, is is mm-hmm. shopping small, any small local business, um, and shopping early. Actually, it's it's um, supply chains got so disrupted this year that pretty sure a lot of different things will be running out in stores. Um, but yeah. also the best way to support these small businesses that are struggling to know how much inventory to have right now and that sort of thing is to be buying presents early
0: oh yes that's great advice definitely oh oh how awesome and we will definitely post the veronita and all your links on this show today so that everybody can connect with you and look at those um what what is your secret joy you are such a busy 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 woman you in nine different countries helping women around the world how do you have time for yourself and yet give so much back to others?
1: Um, I honestly, part of it goes back to that that quote that I I just genuinely feel like you know my own liberation is bound in this mission, mm-hmm. and so it's um, I don't know I think I think I'm just really lucky to have found something that brings me so much joy and so much purpose and so it's um it's just you know really motivating to just keep (laughs) keep pushing along and so that's what we do and you know being connected with these exceptional women around the world um that's an absolute privilege as well and yeah um self-care sometimes i'm better at it than others but um i also you know come from a a a Pretty privileged place too, and that I'm able to make these mm-hmm. these choices for myself, and um, and I'm I still don't have children, so I don't have <laughs> I don't have a bunch of other people to be looking after right now. It's uh-huh. it's just me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and it's so much from what you said. It sounds like you you do what you love, and you love what you do. So it all kind of just comes together. And you're helping others, and that's what you enjoy doing. You're living up to your name, Joy, because you said it so many (laughs) times. It brings me joy. Oh, I love that. That was beautiful. (laughs) Well, this has been such a fantastic interview. There's so many more questions I want to ask you sometime. We will have to definitely do another interview. I would love to because you have so much to share with our listeners. It's just incredible. And as we start to close, oh, you're so welcome. As we start to close, what are some final tips, tools, and thoughts you would like to leave with our listeners today?
1: Um, I think a lot of times just thinking about what your own values and ethics are, and if you can't find an option that matches those ethics, Mm -hmm. uh, not being afraid to start it for yourself. Um, Because chances are there's other people that are, are craving that better option as well. Um, I know that's really what we found with Serenita is as we started creating these pieces, um, you know, a lot of times purchasing fair trade or ethically made or whatever is dramatically more expensive. And so that's been a big um, part of our mission is how do we make fair trade more accessible and more affordable um, to a more mainstream audience? And um, as soon as we created it, we found a ton of people that resonated with that because, you know, there, there really wasn't that sort of option that existed. And so, yeah, I guess I just think about, you know, thinking in your own life, what are, what are those circles of influence? What are those levers that you can push? What are the strengths um, and opportunities that you bring to the table that could um, could create some sort of ripple effect and um, mm-hmm. change things as
0: well? Oh. Oh, those are great tips and tools, finding your own strengths and your own abilities and skills that you have and helping one another through them. Oh, oh, you gave some great tips and tools and ideas and thoughts to leave with our listeners today. That was fantastic, Joy. <laughs> I want to thank, thank, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. You are so welcome. I want to thank you for being my guest. And I do hope you will return to keep us updated on fair Anita, all the works you are doing around the country sometime. We would love to have you back and interview you in the future, Joy. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> okay, well, thank you so much, and have a great day.
1: Thank you. You as well. Stay safe.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. And we will be posting all your social media links to this podcast so all of our listeners can find how to connect with Farah and And I want to thank you all for listening to this interview with our amazing new diva, Joy McBrien. Please share this show with your family and friends. Be sure to check out all the hosts and their shows on Divasacare.com. Have a fantastic day. Be kind to all. Give your animals a hug and share your love with them. Until we connect again on robust lifestyles, stay strong and healthy.